0: That was extremely good, first of all. you <laughs> it,
1: it needs to be condensed a little bit. That was a little bit that was too long of a walk to get to the punchline, but
0: I like going on, I like sniffing the roses.
1: <laughs> like long walks to the punchline.
0: <laughs> I, I enjoy a stroll through the park to a mediocre punchline. I like a joke where you spend three minutes waiting for me to get to something, and then you're like, so what's the punchline? I just set the punchline.
2: It's the best kind of joke. You don't know when you're supposed to laugh. That, yeah. was,
1: that was very meta. That was good. Yeah, I feel like that just happened. Yet. I was, I, I was just thinking so hard. That's why I didn't laugh. Just trying to figure it out. I'm going to, I'm going to say that the next time that someone
0: doesn't laugh at a joke, I'm going to be like, I realize it's because you're thinking really hard about <laughs> it. <this." laughs>
2: Might have, I, I'm. I'm sorry. That might have been a little too highbrow for you. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I also really <laughs> liked the idea when we started doing Zoom a lot. I liked the idea of like telling a joke and like no one laughs. at Me like, oh, you guys must not have heard me. I said blank. <laughs> <laughs> and repeat the entire thing. <laughs> yes, the whole th- <laughs> like like a very long joke. I must have frozen for 180
2: seconds. <laughs> hey what the fuck is up everyone uh welcome back to state of the revolution the michigan progressive podcast (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's me benjamin Uh, we've also got uh matthias and alex and we've got ross again and joining us uh for the first time in quite a while is jillian uh, we, uh, we just got done watching the presidential debate. What, uh, I, I guess, what are your guys' initial reactions? What do you, what do you, uh, what do you think about it?
3: I thought it was a lot more, um, a lot tamer than the first one, obviously. I mean, I thought they both, you know, Trump, my initial reaction of, like, Trump seemed to be, like, trying to actually be on his best behavior for one time. Like, he was really trying harder than I feel like he ever has. To not just sound like a, you know, like jackass the entire time. But like, he was, I mean, still failed that ultimately. I thought Biden, Biden was like the, you know, king of darkness for the beginning of it was just being like super fucking trying to scare the shit out of everybody. And then it was like angry towards the end. He's a lot more emotional. A Um, dark
2: winter is coming. Yes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was. That was a kind of funny compliment to um, a, uh, Donald Trump's inaugural speech when he was like, we are living in carnage.
1: And American it's like, carnage. It's like fire yeah. and ice. Right. <laughs> I will say um, it was definitely a better performance from Joe Biden than in the first debate. Uh, I what, The one thing I was saying the most was like Joe's got to be angrier. Like I thought that he needed to be a little bit angrier. And, like, you need to be, like, mad at this, like, obviously, like, really, really bad guy. it That's, like, going to be appealing to voters. And, obviously, you know, him saying, come on, over and over again, also very appealing. Like, that's another thing
2: that that's I That's why said. it's his like, catchphrase.
1: He, yeah, you got to say, come on. And he didn't say man as much, which I, I wish he yeah. would have. Yeah. He would have been like, come on, man. That would have just been, like, over the top, so good. But like come on is still pretty good. And he said that again and again and again. I thought that was a really good, really good statement.
0: There were a couple of moments where um Joe said like wrong into his microphone while Trump was speaking, and I was like, Oh my god, please just keep doing this. That would be so <laughs> fucking funny. But no, you know, I mean obviously he can't he can't break any rule, no matter how um You know, like, no matter how perfect the just desserts, and no matter how much it would play into his own favor, he literally can't break the rules for fucking anything. You know, he finally, under pressure, said that he would get a committee together about expanding the Supreme Court. Like, okay.
2: Okay! Do you guys think that that Trump's advisors told him not to continue talking after his mic was cut? Because I feel like that's something that he had to be told.
4: I think absolutely. He had to be instructed to do that. Like there's, I mean, I don't think he has a whole lot of self control, which is why they had to cut the mics in the first place, which is also hilarious. I just feel like also for me as just a general reflection, this one was way funnier than the last one. And I found myself laughing quite a bit, although I do feel quite, um, You know, like, I feel like I dissociate a little bit. Like, I'm like, this isn't really about America. (laughs) You know, I'm like (laughs) watching, um, these idiot people. I don't know. That definitely aren't, um, running for president, but yeah. So I think as a whole, it was definitely funnier. And, um, he was definitely told.
2: Yeah. My, uh, I think my favorite line was the one about Nancy Pelosi dancing in (laughs) China. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) That was very funny. That was extremely I, funny. That I one was good. Yeah,
3: uh, <laughs> I I liked the when he was describing like uh, workplaces reopening safely or whatever, and he was like, uh, he was he was like, are you going to go sit in your cubicle wrapped in plastic? That was like that was like <laughs> my favorite. I'm just picturing like everyone with just like plastic wrap a thousand times around uh-huh. like, their cubicle. That was that was pretty good.
2: Yeah, uh, or like Trump uh, telling telling Biden like saying saying something about Biden like hiding in the basement, like he just yes. he likes to be in the basement.
4: Joe in the basement Biden, like Joe, lives in the basement.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, I also like oh, the man. the call out of uh, Whitmer's husband in the middle of the debate. That was pretty random. Oh my god! Your so, friend your friend in, your friend in Michigan,
0: uh, her husband can do whatever nope. he wants
4: yeah where it's, it's a, it's a anything
0: except for her except for her husband oh yeah no she's Not allowed it to do anything
2: <laughs> and
0: her husband's just running her throughout the state <laughs> is i was wondering
3: is, is is he getting that from that like that that uh attack against whitmer's husband from like a few months ago where like he made that joke to like uh a guy at the at his boat harbor being like oh i'm the governor's husband so can you like kind of like cut in line do you guys remember that like you remember that story I'm not sure if, like, Trump is literally, like, bringing that, like, if he just, like, read that in Fox News or something and, like, is bringing that uh, into it as why he was mentioning Whitmer's husband or maybe he or he just made it up. I, I don't know.
0: I wonder if um, he he or someone on his campaign had, like, fished around for, like, you know, like, local beef with Whitmer when he was because he was just here in Muskegon, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I mean, you know, our our psychos love Donald Trump. They, they would love to tell. They would love to have a chance to tell Donald Trump how uh, Gretchen Whitmer has shut down the state, so her husband could uh, take Xanax and drive around on the highway safely. Maskless. <laughs> That's the conspiracy. He did not get a That's super the- drunk drive. He's just. <laughs> that-
3: Her husband is the worst man in this entire state, and she's just letting him off on a fucking spree now, uh, and keeping us all in our homes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A a spree.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, he's a bad, he's a bad, bad man. Not good. Not, not good. I think one of the.
4: Yeah, I don't know if it was funny or like if I was just dissociating really hard, but probably one of the most absurd parts of the debate was when Trump said uh, that the kids in the cages were being taken care of so well. That part Uh really struck
2: me. Oh, they're all they're all having a great time. They're having a great time.
1: Yeah, he basically he he couldn't say anything other like the, the two main things he said was I'm great and I'm doing amazing or uh the viruses from China three things or um Joe Biden you were there you didn't do it yeah why didn't you do it yeah. yeah yeah those are the three things that he said over and over and over again the one that really stood out to me the most was like when uh uh there was that question about like the talk that like black parents have to give uh to black children about you know like racism And Trump goes, "I do understand it, and I am the best president for Black people that that has ever been." And just like he just went on about how he's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. didn't answer the question.
0: Dope. Well, I mean, it does answer the question in a very different way.
4: Yeah, it answers the question.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's it's very telling. (laughs) Well, one of the topics they talked about was um, national security. During which this entire segment, they just went back and forth accusing each other of taking money from, like, foreign countries. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah, that um, was pretty fantastic. Part of that was, um, I guess, uh, having to do with that FBI report uh, claiming that Russia and Iran are uh, trying to interfere with the election by, like, I guess they had obtained voter data of some kind. Yeah,
0: yeah, apparently that, and also recently it was disclosed that Donald Trump is a secret Chinese bank account or some shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, which is, um, I mean, you know, th- they just went back and forth, like, um, I want to respond to that you are the one that takes money from China and Ukraine. Like, um, I, I need to respond to this. You are the one who takes money from China and Ukraine. And it's like, I, I mean, they went back and forth like three times. It was, it was yeah. very funny. It was very,
4: it you was do. Very funny. No, you do. No, your son does. <laughs> no, your son does. Yeah. <laughs> like, <what? laughs>
1: I
2: have never.
1: <laughs> All right. I want to be, I want to make something like very clear. All this, like, uh, election interference bullshit is just what that is, is bullshit. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the idea that Iran would want Biden to lose, that, like, they're intimidating voters, like, the, acting like they're the proud boys, uh, in, in Florida. First of all, how many of, uh, these, fucking uh people were no there's been no like number of how many of these people were uh, allegedly like contacted right
0: it's it's, it's very so like, low it's like in the hundreds yeah, or thousands
1: sounds it sounds like in incri- i yeah i don't know it's not hundreds I,
0: of thousands
1: i don't i i didn't i i haven't heard anything about hundreds or thousands it that being said
0: i watched i watched a short segment on rising where they were talking about it
1: which I thought was oh funny gosh. because... Well, actually, I don't trust... Well, nah. I, here's, the, here's the thing. I don't trust Rising <laughs> because you want to know what Rising is.
2: Alex thinks is, that Crystal Ball, an ball is an op. <laughs> no, it's it is, Here's the thing. It is
1: an op, kind of. Ugh. Crystal Ball herself is not an op. Crystal Ball herself is not an op. But that show but is. is meant... Dude, what, no, that show. The Hill is owned by Republicans. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're neocons. I'm sorry, but like, that's who, that's what the Hill are. Like, they're, Sagar, they're, Sagar acts like he doesn't like the neocons, but that's like exactly what they are. They're fucking, they, they're all the same. They, they, they all hate Iran. And it's almost like the intelligence community is like trying to both sides it. They're like, look, it's not just Joe Biden, it's not just, uh, Russia trying to help Trump. Joe Biden, uh, 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 is, uh, or, no, wait. Yeah. Oh, no. Why? Yeah, no. Are, are, that's not both sizing at no, all. No, well, they, I don't get but it. They no, but they are
0: because the, the claim isn't that uh, Iran is trying to actually get people to uh, vote for Trump. The claim is that they're trying to make Trump look bad and help Biden. It's it's very convoluted. Oh, that's, I love that's it.
1: really funny. I, love yeah. it. I, I,
0: think it's, <laughs> I think it's wonderful. I'm going to tell myself that it's real and it's a it's a ball. A, I'm, ha- I'm having a blast. Actually, if
1: that is true, if that is true, honestly, ball. I hope I Because hope we do is. the exact same thing. Uh,
0: sending out an email that just, that's like, uh, from Proud Boys. Uh, we have all your
2: information. Vote Trump or else. All your base is belonging to us.
1: I am very rich, and I just need and I just need a little bit of help, and then you can have my fortune.
0: Yo, if if um Iran just like did a massive like uh, mail scam to like all of America, that would kick ass. That would fucking rule. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mail. Yeah, no, mail would yeah. be great. Right. But he, the last Prince of Persia just emailed me. He only <laughs> needs five grand. And for me to vote for Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You wanna know how I know that like uh they don't really care about elections in this country? It's because they don't do fucking paper ballots, number one. Number two Is that, uh, uh, we don't, we, we don't have like a uniform election fucking law. We have all these, uh, we have like a Byzantine way of voting and everyone, there's different bars to voting in different areas. It's insane. It's totally ridiculous. We do not give a shit about voting. These fucking people, I don't want to hear shit about how other countries are affecting our vote. We need to fucking figure that shit out tomorrow yesterday that's insane like to fucking act like it's other countries that's affecting our fucking vote shut the fuck up yeah shut the fuck up well. we literally have an electoral college that is literally allowed fucking two three fucking republican presidents or presidencies that didn't win a fucking popular vote are you fucking kidding me other countries other countries we are the fucking electoral college it's fucking bullshit They don't give a shit about any of this stuff Republicans stole the election in two thousand. What the fuck?
2: I also really love the talk of um, um, making ensuring the sovereignty of American elections and uh, making sure that uh, no other countries are interfering with our elections. When uh, irony. (laughs) uh, When we just had uh, that, you know, that bullshit in Bolivia.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. I, I. Yeah. Don't,
3: yeah, I'm going to start yelling again. Ben, it, ben <laughs> it is unfair to make the comparison of the U.S. providing, um, providing military, um, you know, consulting, arms, CIA help to interfering with elections and overthrowing governments uh, across the world to Russian Facebook ads in 2016. The Russian Facebook ads in 2016 are far worse. You have to admit. Absolutely. I,
0: I was yeah. going to say that one of the things that they mentioned on Rising, uh, you know, spare me for just a moment. But um, that that they mentioned that it's like, you know, these accusations are that up to thousands of people were personally emailed. Um, that that Russia put up Facebook ads that like made people not vote for Hillary. It's like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, do you actually think... Like, how much effort is going into this? How much of a difference do you think it fucking makes? This isn't election interference. This isn't what we do in other countries. This is running a fucking ad on Facebook.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, how many of those people who... How many of those people who actually got those emails actually got them in their inbox and didn't have it just go straight to their fucking spam folder?
0: Oh fuck! They should have. They should have um, targeted like uh, boomers who are voting for Biden and said that it was like a chain email and that their like voter registration would be destroyed if they didn't uh, send it to ten people. You know, really exponentially multiplied (laughs) because they'll definitely do that.
1: Send to ten people, and your grandkids will call you.
0: <laughs> I bet I can't get ten of my friends. Your grandchildren will stop saying that you're racist. Yeah, yeah. I, I did like a couple. There were a few phrases, very typical Trump phrases from the debate that I really liked. Um, he, I, I forget what fucking email he was talking about. Um, oh, oh, uh, with um, with Kim Jong Un. Maybe it was a letter, but uh, he was talking about a a strong email or strong letter that he had, which reminded me of his perfect phone call with the president of Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, um, and then later he said, uh, "We're going to have brand new, beautiful healthcare," and um, then later he referred to our big, beautiful factories. <laughs>
1: Very good. Very good. Our big natural factories. That's, uh, that's, uh, I got that, uh, tweet. That's from a tweet from our friend Megan on Twitter. Hell yeah. One thing that I like, I thought about, um, when they were talking about like the, like Iran, uh, Iran, Iran election interference, uh, it was like some really, like, it was really f- weird. Cause it was like, one thing I questioned immediately, I was like, why would Iran like want Biden to lose if they're, you know, they're Trump has been really like high pressure on Iran, like in terms of, you know, the sanctions, uh, scrapping the Iran deal, like why on earth would Iran want, uh, 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 Biden to lose? Then I was like, all oh, right, wait a second. The intelligence community is not our friend. They're hedging, right? That Biden will win. And but what does Biden say in this debate? Oh, Iran's going to pay. So maybe, you know, there isn't, you know, this like re-entering uh, of the Iran deal, right? And we could just continue this escalation with Iran, even with the Democratic administration because of the intelligence community. And all these Democrats, all all the Democrats, who are gonna, all the constituents say, love the intelligence community now, and they're just all going to lap it up and eat it up. It's going to be
2: these fuckers would love to take down Iran. They absolutely want escalation. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, that is that's
0: the real question mark of a potential Biden presidency is like, what will he be, um, you know, like either with gusto or at least permissively (laughs) allowing to happen, you know, in terms of the maintenance of the empire, as it were. And yeah well expansion
3: one thing, one thing I noticed Biden. <laughs> um, one thing I noticed Biden doing uh like when he was talking about foreign policy, he got like started the extra sound extra badass and like extra mm-hmm. like. Extra pro, you know, expansion of the U.S. empire. Like, we he's talking about, like, flying planes through the airspace that President Xi uh, had, you know, claimed that they were doing a no-fly, that we flew those planes right through the air force. Like, well, like That was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's just, and then it's, like, another example of, like, how it happened a number of times in the debate. Like, it's probably five different un- subjects that Trump was actually, like, running to the left of Biden on. Like foreign policy, like sounding less hawkish. You've got like, um, who attacked him on Wall Street? He attacked him on, you know, like criminal justice reform stuff. Like, there was a number of yeah. things where he just was, you know, hitting him Racking. from the left on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He and wasn't
4: hitting him from the left. He was just calling him out for being <laughs> right. But,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, that stuff. That stuff definitely helped him in 2016. I don't think it's going to help this time. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like, he overall, he just does not have, like, what he used to. It doesn't seem like... He he just kind of... Yeah, some of the stuff that he was saying was funny. I didn't think that the debate was, like, that funny overall. He did say some, like, stupid stuff that made me chuckle. But, like, you know, it's just... He just doesn't have it anymore. He can't bring it the same way that he could with Hillary Clinton. I remember watching those Clinton debates going, man, Trump is kind of winning. Or like, you know, I thought that Trump was going to be a lot better. And it's just not that way anymore. He just seems like just just completely beta, just not just not there at all whatsoever. And you saw Alpha Biden today or tonight. That's what you saw tonight. Was some alpha Biden. I think in I that like same ben. vein
4: as like earlier, as we were talking about Trump being instructed to kind of withhold himself, I think the Biden team was like, bro, you have to bring this shit. Cause he's like Sleepy Joe and everybody knows that. So I think he was super amped up. Whether or not they gave him an amphetamine, that's another question. But like he was definitely like more energetic than normal and unnaturally so. I don't know. I think yeah, it was He was, he was
2: definitely more more coherent than he's been, you know, in like the last several months. He got yeah. that
1: special drug cocktail, mm-hmm. something. I,
0: don't, I personally like I think he had a pretty good night, but I don't think he did like so spectacularly. I think
2: No, dude. Did you uh didn't. did you guys did you guys notice him Look. biting off of Obama uh at least twice? At least twice he did the, there's no red state. I don't think there are red states or blue states. Mm -hmm. There's the United States, which that was like (laughs) Obama's line, wasn't it? Well, and he yeah. did that like yeah. twice he yeah. did
0: like that, usurp Obamacare and the thing he's like we're gonna make it biden care and, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and then he threw
3: obama crazy. totally under the bus like on the immigration stuff he was like oh i wasn't the president though like
1: yeah no that was that funny was, um, no here's the thing here's the thing and, and and biden also was just like Uniquely terrible on climate change, beginning the conversation with, oh, oh yeah, uh, th- you know, climate change is an existential threat to humanity, and ending the conversation with, I'm not gonna ban fracking. There's no way I'm gonna ban fracking. Just like, keeps. totally, like, t- the, 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 uh, what's the word? The cognitive dissonance. Like, sometimes that's like a good thing, right? But, you know, when you're trying to work with issues of nuance, but like, I mean, car that carbon capture stuff that he's talking about—that's like not real. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like cool. clean
3: coal. It's the same thing. It's like, oh, right. we have clean coal technology. It's like, no, you don't fucking have that technology. Like, yeah, yeah. it would and- probably
0: be as effective to run around with a fucking butterfly net trying to capture the CO two emissions <laughs> for the.
4: Is that not essentially but, what they're doing?
1: You- like-
0: as far as
4: I know.
1: <laughs> At this at this point people just aren't voting on, you know, that that sort of stuff. People are just kind of like they want to get the vibe and they want to pick the guy that they like. They want to pick the guy that they think is going to win. And Trump was beta as fuck and you saw Biden being alpha. And you know, I think I think it's going to be bearing out in the polls. Polls look very good. For Joe Biden currently, yeah. like a, a big problem with uh, that was going on with Hillary was that uh, not only, you know, like obviously sexism, but like in terms of the, just like the polls, it was it was like she wasn't she had a lead on Trump, but it wasn't like a 50 percent lead. It was like a 46 to 42 or like 48 yeah. to to 46 point lead. And re- really, the polls weren't that far off. Like when you, when you go, when you look at all the undecideds and you just see how they broke, you know, the, the polls aren't really that far off there. You have, you have Joe Biden with 50% in Michigan, almost very close to 50% in Wisconsin and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, uh Pennsylvania in terms of averages of, uh, different polls. So, yeah. Like polls are definitely looking a lot better we'll see, we'll see how they look after this debate.
0: I the one thing that Biden said that I did genuinely think was quite funny is um I forget what the fuck he said afterwards, but like you know Trump said his like typical thing about, you know, I've been the best president for black people since Abraham Lincoln. It's like okay, interesting. Um, but uh, Biden said something. He was like, "Well, Abraham Lincoln over here, something, something, something." Yeah, was like, he was
4: like, <laughs> "Abraham Lincoln was one of the most racist presidents we've ever yeah. oh, had." Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, That's he was like, said... "Abraham Lincoln over here is one of the most racist presidents we've ever had." I thought that was Wait, fucking he said hilarious. That? I didn't yeah. know. He said that, yeah, and he then said Trump, that. Trump essentially stopped the fucking debate. He was like, oh, and, "And why are you talking about Abraham Lincoln, Joe?" <laughs>
2: Right, you just what, Sorry. What Sorry, he 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 was like, oh, I I didn't call myself Abraham Lincoln. I said I'm the the least racist president <laughs> yeah. since Abraham Lincoln.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Which, yeah, no, like, and and to be like debating that point is just like typical, like beta conservative shit. That's what that is. That's how they fucking debate i mean he was basically like i'm abraham lincoln and then he's
4: like abraham lincoln's racist and he's like no i'm better than abraham lincoln it was just silliness (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and i Mm -hmm. just love the
2: insistence that he's the that he's the least racist person in the entire room i can't see the audience i can't tell who's out there but i can assure you i am the least racist
0: He said, "I don't care. I know
1: he's way
2: more racist than I am. (laughs) It's like, look,
0: I I don't care if you raise the lights and you have the Dalai Lama and uh, Cornell West there. I'm less racist. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think, like, who?
2: Who would? Everyone, everyone in this auditorium, everyone in this auditorium is more racist than I. (laughs) Uh, You are all racists,
0: (laughs) and I'm not. I am the only person who isn't racist." (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, one other thing that I wanted to yeah. bring up before we move on was uh, I really liked I really liked the moment where he said that uh, Kamala Harris is more liberal than Bernie Sanders, which. In a sense, is technically correct, considering that Bernie Sanders actually does have some kind of a critique of capitalism. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah. He was right. Just for that's like, not the wrong that's,
1: that's not the colloquial term. I know, I, they, I know. The the reason no, but the reason why he's saying that is because of that like stupid ass like uh, study that was done to like the 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 term they used for who's the most liberal is who. Like, who has got the most partisan voting record? Mm. And Kamala Harris has a more partisan voting record. Well, because she's that a member less less of the Republican. Democratic Party. Wait, but N- it's not, no, it's not just that, though. It's also because sometimes, right, like, sometimes there are bipartisan bills that, like, it'll be a majority of the Democrats and a chunk of Republicans on, like, some good stuff. And that's kind of like, you know uh where bernie sanders like has more votes than kamala harris and that's why he's less liberal
2: sure yeah yeah she also well, has that like that makes sense she, sure yeah she doesn't have like much well, of what a i meant by that record. is i mean he he is he is an independent senator so he's he's not quite as worried about towing the party line as someone like she is maybe he meant yeah. it in the Maoist sense Donald Trump's been reading
0: the little red book. And he was like, (laughs) Donald Harris is a liberal. He's not a true revolutionary.
3: (laughs) Through his studies on China, he discovered Maoism. (laughs) Uh, He,
0: He takes out the red book. He's like, have you all seen this? Have you all seen this? It's wonderful. It's one of the best. More and more people are reading it
4: everyone reads it red's everyone's favorite color
0: (laughs) and the cover so nice
4: (laughs) my aesthetic it fits
0: we're going to give everyone beautiful new books (laughs) beautiful big red books
2: (laughs) we're gonna make america read again (laughs)
1: beautiful books People have never seen books like these before. They're the the best books. They're made by the best people. They have the best words.
2: They have the best print. They're not being published by Random House. They're terrible liars.
0: (laughs) Yo, what if Random House only published, like, scene literature? (laughs) Like, (laughs) fanlet? That's so random. (laughs) Like, people who self-describe as random. (laughs)
2: all right well moving on from the debate um (laughs) i think uh matthias you had um you had a piece from the from the times you wanted to share with us right i did i did
0: um so this this piece um is this is this is the cover i will describe it for our for everyone who isn't subscribed to the tier where they get to watch us do everything all the time. Um, so this is this is the cover. It says, free speech will save democracy. And then there's a fact there's a fact check on that. Ooh. What is that what does that mean? Ooh. <laughs> what does that mean? Good question, Matthias. <laughs> um, okay, so do you guys remember hearing about the the group that was like gaming out what would happen if Donald Trump uh, didn't step down? Yep. So so they open up talking about that, and they talk about um, a group of people who were playing on the Joe Biden team, who insisted that the only way for uh, a fair election to actually take place would be if California and the Pacific Northwest threatened to to secede um uh, and uh <laughs> so then they talk about how this is taken out of context and shared like a billion times by mid-september anton's article is one of the most shared links in extremist online communities according to a newsletter published by the institute for strategic dialogue a think tank based in london all of these like think tanks have names that are like this is uh, like 1984 shit. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two of the videos pulled in at least six million views. So they talk about, they're talking about how, I quote, it's an article of faith in the United States that more speech is better and that government should regulate it as little as possible. But increasingly, scholars of constitutional law, as well as social scientists, are beginning to question the way we've come to think about the First Amendment's guarantee of free speech. They think our formulations are simplistic and especially inadequate for our era. Censorship of external critics by the government remain a serious threat under authoritarian regimes. In the United States and other democracies, there's a different kind of threat, which may be doing more damage to the discourse about politics, news, and science. It encompasses the mass distortion of truth and overwhelming waves of speech from extremists that smear and distract.
3: Anytime I hear the phrase constitutional or the profession or whatever it is of constitutional scholars like advising on anything, I kind of cringe because it's like those people are all like almost all conservative or like at best like a terrible, terrible liberal. Like, so I don't really want to take advice from like. of those people
2: yeah let's uh let's all take this well let's all play this fun guessing game where we try and imagine what the fucking founders uh would have thought about this situation even though they had no way to conceive of like what the internet would be (laughs)
1: I mean, all right. So or like a car. Seems, or a car. it seems like. You've never seen people that smart, like the, okay?
0: You've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> We're just so much smarter than them. What's the big deal?
1: What it seems like the uh, article is, like, trying to do is it's 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 kind of this new, like, fad of, like, justifying the incoming, like, fat checked re- regime of Silicon Valley and, like, these tech companies. Yeah, yeah. Right. And that's like what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's really, that's really fucking shitty that we shouldn't do that. Um, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) like I mean, uh, yeah, you're kind of, you're definitely seeing it like with this, like, uh, these QAnon bands. Right. And you know, we should be vigilant against like, you know, that type of stuff, you know, QAnon is like a scourge for sure. But you know, they banned Chapo Trap House with the Donald on Reddit, right? Like, they're always gonna have both sides to this bullshit and they're always gonna turn it back on the left.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. And, really and
0: I I think that it's amazing for well I think that this is an amazing piece for a variety of reasons. Um but it's uh it's chalked full of goodies. Um I did learn, actually, that our uh, current freedom of speech, the precedent for it comes from a 1919 case where uh, five anarchists distributing leaf- leaflets that called for workers mm-hmm. to strike at munition factories were um, protected uh, you know, from prosecution under their First Amendment rights. Uh, and they talk about how this is based on mills john Stuart mills theory of free speech which is essentially that if the truth is really true then you don't have to worry about people saying fake shit because you know the truth will prevail in the end essentially uh. which is optimistic i have to say also someone who probably couldn't have imagined like an airplane idiot <laughs> Again, dumb people, very dumb people. I want to emphasize how much smarter we are than John Stuart Mill and Thomas Jefferson.
1: Yeah, I guess I get here's and and here's like you know I know that the Silicon the real reason why you know you don't want Silicon Valley to decide what's true or is not true or not is because they're gonna lie to you. That's number one. The only thing you know that. The only thing that they care about is telling you what makes them the most money and increases their bottom line. That's the only thing that they care that you know. It, it, and I guess what John Stuart Mill failed to understand was there's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to have a financial incentive to, you know, lie and get people to believe those lies. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we're at right now in terms of climate change, in terms of health care, in terms of all types of different stuff.
0: Um I shall continue. There's not a whole bunch more of this, and we can, we can cry this or something. I don't know. Uh, okay, John Stuart yeah, Mill wrote a century ago that all silencing of discussion is an assumption of infallibility. Um, in 2016, Barack Obama warned students against pushing colleges to disinvite speakers, saying no matter how ridiculous or offensive you might find the things that come out of their mouths... You should instead beat them on the battlefield of ideas. Mm. Uh,
2: the battlefield of ideas, I don't I I really like the idea of like inviting Richard Spencer to like Michigan State, and then when he shows up like kicking his fucking ass. So that he cries on YouTube
4: after and says, This just isn't fun That's anymore. That, that sounds was like, my favorite. Yeah.
2: <laughs> he was doing a, yeah, no. he was doing a
0: direct action like call to, like, divine violence dog whistle to his leftist roots. He's like, you know, you should fight on the battlefield of ideas.
3: (laughs) I I feel like how Obama actually envisions that is, like, you're supposed to win on the battlefield of ideas by showing up to Richard Spencer's rally and reading dreams for my father, like, uh, and some segment from his, one of his books and just, like, <laughs> inspiring the crowd, which then all comes together and just, like, walks yeah. out holding think, hands.
2: In this glorious, like, Sorkin-esque scene. It's like,
3: reading the DNC of 2004, just, like, magic. Like, everyone just, it's, that's the Obama, that's the Obama vision.
0: I Wait, think too
4: a radical Obama's,
3: socialist vision, by the way.
4: Barack Obama's uh, vision of of that, I think, is just voting for Hillary Clinton. Like I don't think he really wants us to do any sort of anything to change anything. None of them do. That's why we need all new politicians.
0: <laughs> Alex did essentially predict exactly where this is uh, going. What, one of the only good ideas that they have for uh, addressing the misinformation problem. Uh, is having the government um, fund smaller uh, news outlets, which I think they should absolutely do. And anyone in government who is listening to this should really consider these ideas. Uh
2: and because... we, I mean our CIA handlers are listening right now. Yeah. yeah. Can we so get a grant, grant from the state? Wait,
1: they're already funding this, Matthias. What are you talking about?
2: But
3: why don't we apply for grants? We we could we need to get state funding.
1: Yeah, no, that is that is really funny how like uh especially after the 2016 election, like you can't fucking watch an RT video on YouTube without like the fucking like uh, bubble going. This is funded uh, by the Russian okay. government,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Right, while you don't, while you don't get that for like BBC or like uh uh what what is what is the other what is the American uh version or like uh
0: <laughs> like PBS it, or whatever.
1: No, like no, like free the 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 international one. It's like freedom internet. It's like freedom radio or something like that. I don't know. It's like really dumb.
0: I've never heard of that, but um, yeah, they probably don't get the. They probably don't get like the state-funded label because they're not like you know shifty Slobs who are going to like tell you lies uh, to try and uh, get ten dollars, like pickpocket you for ten dollars to get like the shittiest pint of vodka ever created.
1: But it's so funny, right? Like. That is literally the answer. Is more state funded media, because the the reason why we have like this problem of misinformation in the first place is because of, you know, like our media conglomerates being so concentrated. Amongst giant multimedia corporations, I have
0: to give it. I have to give it to this article. It does talk about, and and I skipped over this because I didn't want to go too much into detail. But it does talk about how in the eighties, under Reagan, uh, they annihilated all of the things that stopped people from just owning, like radio is one of the really good examples. Like people were not allowed to own more than one radio station in, like, a certain area. And when that got changed, uh, a, you know, as typically happens, a small number of people grabbed up a shitload of radio stations. And, you know, that's how we have top ten radio that all sounds exactly the same no matter where you go because it's all run by the same people who have a formula for how they will get... uh you know the most listens possible you know they they do like mm-hmm. those focus groups with like the 10 seconds of music at the beginning to see if people will listen to it and if you don't like it in 10 seconds you know it's like well that's not getting played sorry
1: mm-hmm. people need to be hooked and bill clinton took that further with the telecommunications act
0: yes mm-hmm.
2: i i had to pee and i just joined back in but going off what you're saying that's that's why a lot of uh uh, a lot of pop artists these days have shifted towards putting the hooks of their songs like right at the very beginning you know you know shirking the old song structure of like verse chorus verse chorus or like verse verse chorus you know instead yeah. they put it right at the beginning because they want the hook to get you immediately before you uh skip to the skip to another song because uh streams these days on like spotify or whatever they're like a single one is basically like less than pennies
0: you know i not to not to be like this but a funny story is that the beatles did like um what is it like help or something was a song where they had the chorus at the beginning and um a story that i heard once was that uh their producer uh martin george martin george R, R. martin their producer <laughs> um he when they when they presented in that song he was like You can't do that. The the chorus can't be at the beginning of the song. What's wrong with you? And then he ended up doing, like, very crazy avant-garde shit with them later on. It was kind of funny.
2: Nice. Did you, uh, I'm sorry, I I had to, yeah. Uh, Did you finish reading the article?
0: Um, Well, Alex had pretty much explicated all of, like, what I was going to get to in the article. (laughs) So I'll I'll read, like, a couple uh, final excerpts. That I think are kind of funny. And you know, overall, this is actually a pretty good uh, article outside of you know, ultimately not just saying nationalize Facebook. but I do think I do think that you know, more publicly funded media is a good thing. I think that it should happen. and uh, you know, Republicans really fucking clamp down on that. and and, like you said, Bill Clinton. Uh, but here here's a funny thing. They're talking about disinformation. Um a lot of US-based entities are actually targeting other countries with misinformation in Italian or Spanish or Portuguese said Fadi Karan, <laughs> Fadi Karan the campaign director for Avaz uh which is a um a activist group that they cited earlier In our sample the US is by far the worst actor go <laughs> Mhm Um, And then earlier they had a comment about uh, cancel culture, which you know, love having love having Twitter get printed into you know, the paper of record Uh, Cancel culture subjecting people to professional or social penalties for their views has unsettled universities and workplaces Uh, Liberals have shouted down conservative speakers including, including Charles Murray and Christina Hoff Summers Conservatives have also uh, condemned speakers and academics, for example, for supporting Palestinian rights.
1: Okay, hold on. Hold on. No. They're, the way that they just framed that is totally insane. Like, they just framed it like, oh, these people like Richard Spencer, these fucking like Nazi sick psychopaths get like is, yelled is at that
0: who those people are i didn't I, I circled their names and i was going to look it up but i did not look up charles
1: murray is i don't know who the other person is but charles murray is he's like the guy who did the race science book the bell the, uh, curve yeah the bell curve yeah. oh oh yeah. nice and um it. yeah. So, well that, so, that makes it, that a little that um, <clears throat> yeah hmm. and and what it, and, and and the in the palace and the pro palestine professors get criticized no they get fucking fired they 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 get fucking fired or they can't get fucking tenure fucking uh uh alan dershowitz destroyed norman destroyed norman uh finkelstein's career like come the fuck on. like Steve steven salita like uh uh, uh is he still i don't i don't know if he's still teaching anymore like it's bullshit it's bullshit. Yeah, I, I
0: do wonder um, when the New York Times or if they will fucking ever talk about anti-DBS laws in relation to this freedom of speech kind of stuff. But yeah, certainly no. it didn't come up here. They haven't here. said
1: anything about that. No. Um, Which is like actual free speech. Like the government cannot fucking infringe on free speech. Like they can't write a fucking law like uh, to to be quite honest like whatever these fucking tech companies do on their fucking private platforms is their business that's not like a fucking free speech issue yeah i'm sorry but it's not
0: no no it's um it it's not and it shouldn't be treated as such unless you are nationalizing the platforms
1: themselves you know i mean i mean here's the thing we can talk about free speech as a you know ideal But let's be like, you know, precise that that's what we're talking about, right? Like, we're not talking about, you know, free speech laws in terms of like these, like, you know, Facebook and Twitter. We're just not. They're private companies. You can say what you want. That's what they're there for.
0: Well, but you can't really say what you want. That's kind of like the whole fucking problem, isn't it?
1: Yeah, no, that is that is kind of the whole it's fucking Jack problem. Dorsey, like, Jack
0: Dorsey got me banned for 12 hours for tweeting at the Attorney General of <laughs> Kentucky to kill himself. That's bullshit. That's
1: really funny. <laughs> He's, a
0: He's a public figure. That entails twitter uh it, it's literally not even a no. fucking death threat it is telling him to kill no, himself it, there's
1: nothing wrong with this thing. one star. this is what twitter <laughs> right. is for god damn and, it and it's this idea of the public square right like we used to have this like yeah. idea of the public square where it needed to be protected what you could, what you could say Yeah, like you could in the public square say, "Hey, dude, you should kill yourself." But now you're no longer afforded that opportunity because no one's in the public. You walk into the public square, no one's in the public square. Sadly, no one's there. It's like a ghost town. Sadly, I cannot guess
0: like Quasimodo. So you gotta. So you gotta
1: log on. So you gotta log on online. You get online and then you tell that you tell that motherfucker you'd be Uh, like, hey, kill yourself.
4: And now it's cyberbullying.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that's okay. That's fine. (laughs) If it's a public figure, it's alright. Yeah, honestly, you can't. can't.
0: I love though the the Donald Trump tweet that's just all caps, presidential harassment, exclamation point. Right. I think that was when he was being impeached.
2: (laughs) I don't know if it needs to be said, but in case it does, the last five minutes were all parody. Um, Matthias, did you, is there anything left, left in that article that you wanted to share? Yeah,
0: absolutely not.
2: Okay. Uh, did you guys hear that uh, Donald Trump's Twitter got, you know, like, hacked? Yes. Because uh, oh. some fucking, like, Dutch researcher was just, like, fucking around and yep. just guessed his password, which was MAGA2020! exclamation <laughs> mark.
1: Get the. That was actually the pastor. Yes. bro. But okay, Dude. get this. No one ever tried. No one ever Here's tried. Here's the thing. That. No,
4: this guy, this Dutch researcher, had already gotten it like two years ago or something, or in 2012, he'd guessed it, and then was like, "Hey, man, like maybe tighten this up a little bit," and like gave that. He gave them, like, suggestions for what the new password should be, like, in 2016, and one of them was this password, and he was shocked that it was still the password.
0: Um, this is, like, literally the scene from Spaceballs, where they ask the king for, like, the combination of a lock. He's like, one two three four five like what kind of an idiot would have that and then later like um mel brooks comes in as like the prime minister he's like one two three four five i need to change the combination on my luggage
3: (laughs) wasn't i I, i'm pretty sure the previous password or one of the previous passwords was like you're fired was the previous password
4: Yeah, it was the There was like a LinkedIn breach and So like from the LinkedIn thing They figured out that it was you're fired And then they were like, huh, let's try this on the Twitter And they did And it was the same fucking password
0: Hell yeah So, yeah I mean, to be fair, if someone if, If someone
4: That's unsafe
0: I mean, you wouldn't do that that's very insane. I need to change the password on my
2: luggage. <laughs> <laughs> my password's are- Yeah. I
1: have... I probably shouldn't you be saying that. Yeah, so those to those of you amazing. who are listening, yeah. this is not an That's invitation. However, <laughs> however, if you are on... My our- phone number is 810... All of our passwords.
0: 5... If you sign up to the the seventy dollars tier on our Patreon, you will get access to a combination of words and numbers (laughs) that you could probably figure out our passwords from, and then you would get all of our access
4: to all of our debt, all of our collective. No,
1: no, 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 no. (laughs) Subscribe to the Patreon, and then you can get my private Snapchat. Oh, my private that only that only the that only the paying. Ladies and lads get to see.
2: Well, <laughs> as of right now, okay. Uh, at, as of right now, uh, you can, um, if you, if you subscribe on our Patreon at the $50 level, you are entitled to fight Alex.
0: Damn, I should have marked that way. That is, is that true, yeah.
1: Okay, yeah. That is real. You can fight yeah. me. You can if you the give passports. us fifty dollars. It has
0: to be at least a hundred dollars then. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No offense, Alex. But the passwords are like, no. quite important.
1: Is that a one
4: time fifty dollar <laughs> donation?
1: But the fight the fight, yeah, like it's going to be like a pay like paid it like we're gonna have like a l you know, like a fundraiser type like you know, charity type event like, fight event. Hooters without borders. Yeah, we'll do, like, a weigh-in.
4: Can I, like, elect like, someone know, we'll to fight training? for me, like, Game of Thrones? Like, can I pick someone <laughs> to, like... You can pick a champion, yeah, sure. Yeah, champion, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Thank you. I
0: nominate Hillary Clinton.
1: <laughs> I want to pay to watch Alex beat the shit out <laughs> of Hillary.
4: <laughs> no, and pick, like, Garno, or whatever the fuck his name is. Him.
2: <laughs> I mean, if I were a listener of our show, I would I would pay $50 to uh, nominate, uh, like, John Cena or something, uh, and just have him beat the shit out of Alex.
1: <laughs> no, for, seriously, though, guys, like, have some fucking courage. Don't be a coward. Like, fight me. Don't pick a Don't champion. Don't hire your Rock to beat up Alex. No, <laughs> no. Like, seriously. That would,
4: like... Any press is good press, and I think that any level that really of notoriety. Press. I mean, what if I pick yeah. Brandon Betts as my champion? Like that would be good. Like that's press.
1: Yeah, you could get in. I think that I think we've already made that joke about yeah. me fighting Brandon. Oh, um, I, I don't watch
2: this show, so Brandon's gonna up his.
1: Subscription. Ross Ross is gonna go report this to Brandon. (laughs) I
2: already told Brandon that because he because he subscribes at the fifty dollar level that he can uh, that he can fight you. Oh, well, yeah. That offer
4: is already on the table.
1: I guess that is on the table. No, it has to be a new. It has to be a new subscriber because he's been doing a retroactive fight credit. No, he He doesn't get that credit. He has to. A voucher. He needs to add. I think he, he needs he to add fifty dollars. No, he needs to add fifty dollars to his commitment, and or then someone else donates the fifty dollars,
4: and he gets elected as a champion. That's also an option.
1: N- no, you just
4: said it no. was, and now you're taking it back. You
1: got to put your money where your. You, you got to put your money where your mouth is. You got to. just got to pay. Back.
4: Yeah, he you took gotta, it back. He said I could have a champion, and now I can't have
1: one. This is garbage You have to pay at least $50 to put your hands on me.
4: I don't want to do that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that a universal like rule? in or? any,
4: like, I don't. <laughs> I'll pay $50 to have somebody I else don't want to do put that. their hands on you.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, you go. I do want to like start Fight Club. Let's start Fight Club. Uh, uh,
0: no. Well, you know
4: the number one rule.
1: Tell everyone about Fight
0: Club. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you Not heard about stop Fight Club? Talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I,
4: I just joined this up. cool
2: new club where you get to fight other people. <laughs> all right, all right. Are we done now? We should be done now. Let's, yeah, we can wrap things up. Uh, well, thanks everyone for uh, for listening to this week's episode. Make sure to subscribe to our show on whatever podcast platform you use. You can find us on Twitter at SOTRPod. You can find us on Facebook at State of the Revolution. You can email us at uh, SOTRPod at gmail.com. And if you would like to fight Alex, then you can sign up for our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash Michigan Progressive. So I guess that'll do it for us. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.